Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. How's the bacon, did you say? That's it, Oh, what a fantastic hit! Roy Keane on Holland. Here's Sancho. Hello and welcome to the Prawn Sandwich Podcast. I am Nathan Cupid and as per usual, joined by Jamie Jackson and Dylan McKenzie. Hello. Afternoon. And this week, another guest on the podcast, which is fantastic. Uh, Carlisle United fan, Liam Barton. Welcome to the Prawn Sandwich. Oh, Reet Maris, how's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Nice. No, keep, keeping it local this week. Staying in staying in the sea air. <laughs> keep it within the postcode. Absolutely, mate. <laughs> so I'm gonna take today's so I'm gonna take today's questions. Um just for the usual listeners, like we normally have uh, a period about we talk about the current situation at clubs, but Liam himself uh, has his own podcast called the Blue Army Podcast. So if you would like to switch over to there to listen to the current things, Carlisle, uh, that would be much appreciated for him. Um, Jamie's been on an episode for us representing us, and it's good for Carlisle fans get to know what's going on at the minute, uh, all the news, previews of games, reviews of games, etc. Um, so you enjoying doing that, mate? Oh, absolutely, mate. I'm on episode 10 now, and it's been, it's been quite the journey. I started off uh, just recording on my mobile phone using an app, uh, and now I've upgraded. I've got, the, they've got them set up with a microphone and a mixing desk, and it's just been an absolute learning curve. But I've been enjoying it. I need something to do during lockdown, you see. My day-to-day, I'm a chef, so that's gone out the window for the last year almost. So it's about time I got off my backside and started doing something else. So I'm absolutely buzzing to be doing something, mate. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. Quality, mate. Quality. It's pretty much the same with us, to be fair. Yeah. Um, feels a day in the week. Yeah, so keeps, keeps it ticking over. And yeah. who doesn't like talking about football at the end of the day? So. <laughs> well, that's it, mate. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. I mean, you guys have been going since before the lockdown, though. You guys would doing like in the same room podcast which seems like a different world yeah oh, the glory yeah. days <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've never been able to do that yet from oh, monday you can do world, it in gardens <laughs> I know, gonna, you can do a garden podcast from monday <laughs> <laughs> i might get on that one yeah, have live penalty shootouts and that <laughs> Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good for a podcast. We'll fire into it. And our normal first question for guests of sporting clubs is your first memory supporting Carlisle United. Yes, uh, my first memory supporting Carlisle United. I was six. Going on seven, it was the 1997 Auto Windscreen Shield final. Uh, I got
Uh, my father went, my uncle went, and my brother went. My brother really rubbed it in, my older brother. And um, they, all, they were all dressed in head to toe in all the kits. And it just looked like I wanted to be a part, of the, uh, a part of the team. You know, they were all wearing the blue and they were all going to Wembley and I was getting left behind. So after that, mate, I was just desperate to be a Carlisle fan so I could be part of the gang. You know, <laughs> that's what happened for me. I like it. And is we that, were good enough to win that final. Yeah. Yeah, the deck check kit was the deck check it was just a thing of beauty, mate, wasn't it, to be honest. Like, it's, <laughs> it's one of those once in a generation sort of kits that doesn't come along very regularly. Broke them all, that top. Broke them all. It's a pure iconic shirt. Ah. There's a there's a team in Portugal that has stolen it. I can't remember the Estirame or something along those lines. And they, they, that's their home kit. Like, they love that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, seeing as you don't didn't get to go to that game, uh, new one to question two, what was your first match you attended as a Carlisle fan? So this one was a, a, bit of, a bit of a head scratch here, to be honest, because I, I got to go to a couple of games when I was quite young, but I was maybe too young and not enough interested in the actual football that was going on on the pitch because we would go in a quite a large group with um, some cousins and some friends of cousins and things like that. So the first sort of six or seven games I went to as a kid, I was probably more interested in getting my hot chocolate and a Mars bar at half time and then playing keepy uppy with the styrofoam cup. So I can't necessarily zero in on the first ever game that I went to but my yeah. first real memory of paying attention to the match has to be uh, 1999 Jimmy Glass, the Jimmy Glass goal, St. Jimmy. <laughs> that has to be the one I was paying attention to. I had no choice to pay attention on that day. You had to pay attention <laughs> on that day. And uh, my God, what a memory. Absolute, absolute um, unbelievable atmosphere. The whole game on the way into the stadium, everyone was buzzing. Um, everybody was just, just in high spirits even though it was a relegation dogfight day for us. And just the way that it went down, I mean, you guys must know the story. The goalkeeper comes on low and plays three games and scores the winning goal <laughs> and we get to stay in the football league. You know, it's one of the best stories in football history, you know, it's up there. And yeah, that was, that was my first big memory at Brunton Park. So I've, I've just absolutely fallen in love with the team since then. <laughs> you give me goosebumps, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly, I'll um, I'll put the goal on and I'll do my own commentary. Like it, it feels that much to me. Like I love it that much. You know what I mean? I can't. I can do. I can do the commentary word for word. It's, oh, mate! What can a you moment! Can you remember hearing the leg break in that game? There was uh, one of the opposition players went, broke his leg, didn't there? And you you heard the snap in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. It went, it went, it went quiet. And then I, I, obviously as a kid, you don't really know what it means when you hear that kind of noise, but you, you feel the other people, like you felt other people react to it for you. Because you don't know, I was like, oh, what was that noise for? You know, and then someone says, he's, he's, he's snapped his leg. <laughs> you know, and it's like, wow. <laughs> but it was that, it, yeah, it was, there was that moment where everyone knew, you know what I mean? And there was about, what, 12,000 people there as well. They went, just went, it was hectic. I can. Everyone heard it. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's give a question, actually. Then, so is that is that your best memory? Have you got one that beats that? 
spot in Carlisle? I would, I would say that's that's it's up there. I've got I've got as you get older and you get to have a couple of lagers, then it's a different experience for football, isn't it? So you've, yes. you've got I've got a favourite memory as, as a lager louse, I suppose. Uh, 2008, uh, was it? No, 2010, sorry, 2010, we played Leeds in uh, a semi-final for once again the LDV trophy. I think it was the LDV at the time. Might have been the Papa, uh, Papa John's. No, it's Papa John's now. Who knows? They keep changing its name every bloody week. Um, <laughs> but it, we, oh, over the two legs, we beat, we beat Leeds uh, at their place, at Ellen Road, 2-1. Uh, so we brought them back up uh, to Brunton Park and it was, we, we got the first goal. So it was 3-1. So we're thinking, oh yeah, things are going pretty well for us. Like we're definitely going to Wembley here. And then not Leeds get two goals back. It's like, oh, uh, no, what's, what's about to happen next? And then we get another goal. So we're thinking, yeah, we're still going to Wembley. The Leeds get another goal. Ah, oh, no, penalties happen. And then, you know, when penalties happen against Leeds, you're thinking, oh, I hope we can do it. I hope we can do it. And, you know, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and when we did it, mate, so when we did it, it went off. <laughs> it just, oh, wow, man. What a, what a moment. To beat Leeds, like, we owed them one as well. We owed Leeds one because they'd knocked us out of two uh, playoff finals for promotion, like, in the yeah. previous two seasons. They'd knocked us out of two yeah. semi-finals already. So we, we owed them one and we finally, you know, we finally bloody got one and it meant a lot to finally bloody get one. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember that. It's, a, it's special winning a cup semi-final on Penn's leg. Oh, mate, absolutely. <laughs> In front of the home fans, like, you just can't beat it. Hmm. Nah, spot on. Spot on. So, leading off that, we'll get to the doom and gloom, which we've seen to have a lot of with our guests since you've had like Birmingham and Derby fans. Uh, <laughs> worst memory supporting the club? Yeah, I've got, I've got to bring up Leeds again, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it was, what were they doing in League One? Like, they shouldn't have been anywhere near us. Like, that was the worst thing about having Leeds in League One, is that if they weren't in League One, then maybe Carlisle might have made it to the championship over them two years. Leeds were just like, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. This is League One. You should be higher than this. Why are you messing around in this division? And he hung around for like four years. <laughs> oh, mate. Leeds. Leeds were the bane of my existence. Like, Leeds, Norwich. Like, Norwich, what, why were they in League One? Like, oh. Jesus, <laughs> them two teams were the bane of my existence. But Leeds knocking us out of the 2008 semi-finals, mate, at Brunton Park when we were up winning the first leg, and they came to Brunton Park and turned it round. Johnny Housen scored a goal in the 90th bloody minute just after injury time had been announced, and my heart just broke. It just <laughs> broke, mate. I was just sick of Leeds by that point. I was just so. Sickerly, <laughs> mate. Was, that's, that's the only time I've ever cried as a players that we, you know, we had, we had. <laughs> it was horrible, mate, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. Did Leeds go up that year, or did not? I don't. I can't remember. No, they, they, got, they got no. beat in the playoffs of Doncaster in the two years. Leeds didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't go up. <laughs> For two years, they went up to 2010. 
<laughs> it became quite a rivalry, the Carlisle Leeds. I can always remember that that like them seasons. There was always bother when they came as well. Oh, always bother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the police made more meal out of it than anyone. Like, they're giving them an escort to the stadium. You've got to draw attention to yourselves, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. The, pl- the, pl- the police in no Carlisle do the same thing, don't they, with every away fan that comes with a bit of a reputation. They pile them all into the griffin, just all of them, like, straight in there. <laughs> so they're just getting tanked up even more straight from the train. Mm. And you're on Botchergate, where yeah. every other bar in town is, of course there's going to be problems. Of course there is. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Not a very well thought out plan because you'd be getting you'd be getting Leeds fans and Millwall fans coming off the train at ten in the morning, and they mm. wouldn't take them to the stadium until after. Yeah, like <laughs> so they, they, they literally just trap them in the pub for yeah. four hours before a game. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. It made a great atmosphere. Don't get me wrong. Like those years, like Brunton Park was rocking those years, mate. Mm. Like if. It was an amazing time to be a be a Carlisle fan to get to see some of those big teams bring their away fans all the way up here, you know. And then nine times out of ten, we we give them a bloody good show as well. It's not beat them. Absolutely, completely yeah, agree with that. One hundred and ten percent. So we'll get off the doom and gloom, and we'll go on to the next bit. Your favorite ever player doesn't have to be the best, whatever. But who is your favorite? Now, gentlemen, have you ever heard of a five foot six left winger called Simon Hackney? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you heard of Simon Hackney? Simon Hackney came from non league, a team called Woodley Sports. And uh, I think I was, I was 15 or 16. Me and my mates went to a pre season friendly against Middlesbrough. And we had a couple of tinnies, we snuck them in under our coat and we had a couple of tinnies sitting up in the back stand next to Derek Lacey doing the commentary. And this lad went on the pitch with a football kit that was too big for him. He took the ball from the inside of our box to the inside of their box in about 2.5 seconds. He was that quick. He was <laughs> rapid, mate. Unbelievable. And I've never seen... I've seen lightning like it on the football pitch. I'd really never seen anyone move that quickly with a football between his legs. And I fell in love with him that day. I didn't know that six months later, it would become a habit that he would run and then accidentally leave the ball behind and have to sort of like come <laughs> back and then get the ball again and then carry on. But it became a habit of his dribbling ability. When you're on trial against Middlesbrough, maybe you concentrate a little bit more. I'm not sure. But yeah, the excitement of watching him when he got the ball and just seeing how quick he could run with the ball, I just really enjoyed it, mate. He, was, he wasn't strong enough for the division necessarily. He wasn't necessarily controlled with the ball. He wasn't amazing with assisting other players. He wasn't an amazing goal scorer. But on that occasion, <laughs> once or twice in a game, when the ball went into Hackney's feet, that was the most exciting thing in the world to me. <laughs> fair enough, man. Fair enough, man. I've got a little, I've got a little Simon Hackney. I've got a little Simon Hackney story, actually. I was the first person in Carlisle to get Simon Hackney's name on the back of my shirt. And we went to the game and I shouted, Simon, 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 sign my shirt, Simon. And he came over and he signed my shirt. 
And he said, you're the first person that has ever got my name on the back of your shirt. And thank you very much. And he thanked me. And then, you know, how can you not just even more have more of a man push on somebody? And he just seemed that nice. Yeah, that is, that is <laughs> what <laughs> Great, just a class act, you know, just an absolute class act. I like oh, it, brilliant. <laughs> Love it. So, then next one, your favorite ever goal. Oh, right, okay. Um, sometimes as a Carlisle fan, we are lucky enough to somehow sign a random player out of nowhere that doesn't necessarily belong at Brunton Park. And my favourite ever goal was scored by one of these strikers, Vincent Pericard, Scorpion's <laughs> kick against Norwich. Have you seen this strike, gentlemen? I was at that game, mate. Vincent I was at that Pericard. game. It just came out of nowhere and he didn't care. It was just nonchalant. It was like, ping. That was it. <laughs> Whatever, scored goal, like just totted along, wasn't even bothered. It was a great goal. It's instinct. It was just absolute instinct. But it was, you know, it, it, it came out of nowhere. The cross wasn't a great cross. It was too far behind him. And Scorpion kick, goal. Wow. <laughs> he, he was a mud sign in him. He played in the Champions League for Juventus. Yeah, like, he played like for Juventus. Yeah. Even our, even our, even him signing. Yeah, uh, as, as a football manager fan, how could you not know who Vincent Pericard is? We've all definitely had him along <laughs> the way. Total football manager. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 a, what a target man Vincent Pericard was for any championship team. <laughs> oh, <it was> class. <laughs> nah. what a, absolute Rolls Royce of a striker. Uh, quality, mate. Well, that has to be it for me, gentlemen. That scorpion kick. Yeah, that scorpion kick. Quality. Uh, even I remember that, so I would advise people to watch it. Um, so that's the, pretty much the round of questions of it. Um, so before we go into your 1-11 to of favourite Carlisle players, we'll have a little quiz. Um, if okay. people heard the last okay. two, I will try to make it a bit more... So the, the guests... It's guest-friendly, but it's also host-friendly. Yeah, I've done a couple that were a bit biased towards the guests. We, did a so we were, we were falling behind and uh, guests were starting to win quizzes a bit more, so we're having to mix it up. <laughs> no chance I thought we were on it against Hugh. Oh, have you got a pen and paper, pen and paper, lads? Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. It's ten questions. If you just write your answers down, then we'll go through the answers at the end. And the answers will be Carlisle players. That I've also played in the Premier League. Oh, yes. Ooh, okay. Carlisle okay. players I've also played for Sunderland was shockingly far too easy. <laughs> 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 so I had to change it up a bit. <laughs> so, like Jamie's last week for. Right. How many do you Sorry. There'll be a little clue, and then it'll be the answer to that. So, number one, try oh, to make right. it. Okay, sweet. Try to make number one as easy as possible. Long throw specialist who played sixty-five times for Carlisle. Yeah, happy with that. All right. <laughs> number two, penalty expert who has one hundred and ninety-three Premier League apps for two different clubs 
who made nine appearances on loan at Carlisle. I'm done already. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to read that one again, Matt? Oh. Uh, I please. So, penalty expert, who was 193 Premier League appearances for two different clubs, who made nine appearances on loan at Carlisle. I wrote an answer down before you'd finished the question, then I have to struggle it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, going to have to leave that one blank and try and think about it later yes, on. I've thrown a Hail Mary in there, to be honest. <laughs> Number three. League One and Championship Specialist, who struggled in the Premier League, making only nine appearances for Burnley, scoring no goals. Oh, good grief. <laughs> so remember, they both play for Carlisle and a Premier League club. So it's a League One and Championship Specialist, who struggled in the Premier League, making only nine appearances for Burnley, scoring zero goals. It's a hard quiz, this, though. Ah, is it? Sorry, Ooh, lads. I. I like to make you struggle, man. <laughs> you want us to do Derby uh, County's uh, 10 Premier League scorers? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I listened to that. I've been Googling top 10 everything all week. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Borough midfielder who was told he could leave due to foreign signings but ended up staying at the Borough and made 34 appearances in the Premier League. I'm certain I've got that one. I'm certain (laughs) I've got that one. So, Borough midfielder who was told he could leave due to foreign signings, but stayed and made 34 appearances in the Premier League. I think I'm happy with that one. Little further clue. The player that was signed to replace him is now flying at Atalanta. So, number five. Long-time Crystal Palace servant who only made one appearance for the Blues. Yeah, Between 2002 my, and 2010. My answer for question four is gone. I've had to scribble that out. What was question five again, Matt? <laughs> I think I might have confused you with number four. The the foreigner that was made to bought to replace him is flying out of Atlanta, not the yeah, place. I, yeah, that, that's that's why I've crossed it out loads. Number five long yeah. was long time Crystal Palace servant who only made one appearance for the Blues. His Crystal Palace tenure was 2002 to 2010. Oof, bloody hell. I've literally got one name wrote down. Uh... It's a toughie, yes, mate. Yeah, it's a toughie. I like it, though. <laughs> yes. I like it. I've got yeah, like, it. Oh, pure what? loving it, but... <laughs> right, number six. Carlisle yes. Loney, who finally got his chance in the big time with Hull City but only managed to score two goals in 10 games for the Tigers. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, I've got Jay. That's my, that's my goal. <laughs> you it was, and then... Uh, you know you've got some... If you've, if you've got Jay Hunt, if you've got Jay done, then fair enough, mate. I think I've got that one, actually. I'm, I'm quite confident with that one. Right. Number seven, boys, you should all get this. Dead ball specialist who scored 19 times for Carlisle and had has 237 Premier League appearances to his name. 
I think that's who I put down for my second for question. Yeah, that's that, that, that is who I put down for my second. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the first person I thought of for my second, I didn't write him down. Yeah. I wrote him down before Dill had finished the question, then was like, oh no, I'm gonna have to scribble that out. <laughs> Number eight. I'll tell you what I'm doing though, lads, a cheeky one. Every blank space, just write Graham Tab there, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Ex Carlisle and Sunderland midfielder who also made 16 appearances for Ireland. (laughs) 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 Oh dear. (laughs) Number nine, currently on loan but has four Premier League appearance under his belt for the great Carlo Ancelotti. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't mind his first name. <laughs> we accept second name. Is it an answer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know, because it's you, Jane, no. though. <laughs> <laughs> I've got four blank. <laughs> and number 10... Much travelled veteran who scored four <laughs> goals in ten games for the Blues, but got zero in sixteen in the Premier League for two different clubs. And if you want me to read any of them again, lads, just shout away. Read through the lot for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I just just quickly recap all. I'll, of them. I'll, I'll quickly go through the lot then. Number one, long throw specialist who played sixty-five times for Carlisle. Number two, penalty expert, who was 193 Premier League appearances for two different clubs, who made nine appearances on loan at Carlisle. Number three, League One and Championship specialist, who struggled in the Prem, making only nine appearances for Burnley, scoring no goals. Number four, Borough midfielder, who was told he could leave due to foreign signings, but stayed and ended up making 34 appearances in the Premier League. Number five, long-time Crystal Palace servant who only made one appearance for the Blues. Number six, Carlisle Loney, who finally got his chance in the big time with Hull City, but only managed to score two goals in 10 games. Number seven, dead ball specialist who scored 19 times for Carlisle and has 237 Premier League appearances to his name. Number eight, ex-Carlisle and Sunderland midfielder who also made 16 appearances for Ireland. And then number nine, currently on loan, but has four Premier League appearances under the great Carlo Ancelotti. And then number 10, much travel veteran who scored four in 10 games for the Blues, but only managed zero, but managed no goals in 16 games in the Premier League for two different clubs. I absolutely smashed to pieces here. Struggled. Yeah. Struggled big time with this one. Ooh. Says something when the Carlisle United quiz is the hardest one we've ever done. <laughs> do you want me to just go through them and read the answers then instead of getting your answers off your boys? Or do you want... Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's all right. That. <laughs> and you can mark your own. I'm happy with that. I'll yeah. Think. Right. Tell you what, I'll do a question and you can tell us who you think it is. So number one, long throw specialist who played 65 times for Carlisle. Rory Delap. Rory Delap. Rory. Everyone got Rory Delap? One point, one point each, lads, to start it off. Yeah. Well done. 
<laughs> Just writing down Jet Penalty expert, it was 193 appearances for two different clubs who made nine appearances on loan at Carlisle. I, I wrote Jermaine Beckford. Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad shout. I, d- I don't think he reached that many goals for us. Though. Yeah. No, I, uh, that's a good shout, though. I left it blank. I left it blank. What did you put, Liam? I got Leon Osmond. But then I was like, he played way too many games. <laughs> <laughs> well, lads, you fell into my trap. Penalty expert didn't say he scored them. He saved them. It's Tim Cruel. Uh, oh, oh man. I like it. Uh, I like yeah. it. That's a slap in the face with a leather glove, wow. that, eh? So, <laughs> League One and Championship specialist who struggled in the Premier League, making only nine appearances for Burnley, scoring no goals. Any guesses? I put Robbie Brady. Scott Doby. Yeah, nothing. Putting out. Oh, my lad. Naki Wells. Oh. Oh, See, they've had that many players. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's Question clear. four. Borough midfielder who was told he could leave due to foreign signings but stayed and made 34 appearances in the Premier League. Adam Clayton. See, yeah. I wrote Mark Summerbell down and then you hit me with the Atalanta thing, so then I scribbled it out and wrote Adam Clayton. <laughs> Liam? Yeah. I've got Adam Clayton. It was Adam Clayton. Points yeah, all round. Points all round, boys. It was Martin <laughs> DeRue not signed to replace him. Get in. So, number five, long-time Crystal yeah. Palace servant who only made one appearance for the Blues. No. Nah. Could that one, that one absolutely wiped the floor with us. No, no one got that. See, I was writing, um, no, I was writing Graham Cavanagh for every blank answer, but when we went through it again and I realised that he is an answer to a certain question, I started writing <laughs> Richard Offion instead. <laughs> no, it was Danny Butterfield. <laughs> Danny Butterfield. Ah, of course it was. That's a palace stalwart. Oh, there was one. Unless you're a paddock season ticket holder, you are not getting that question. <laughs> if you've been stood in the same spot for 40 years, you are not getting that question. So, okay. number six, Carl <laughs> finally got his chance in the big time with Hull City scoring two goals, but only scored two goals in 10 games. I wrote James Chester. Oh, that's a great shout. Oh, I wish I put that. I put Narky Wells for that one. I initially thought Michael Bridges, then I crossed that out. And then I panicked and put Stuart Green, but that's definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nathan will kick himself because he loves this guy. Matty oh. Fryett. Oh, no, oh. Super Matty Fryett. Oh, mate. Conference season, what a player. Uh, I hope you've all got this one. Dead ball <laughs> specialist who scored 19 times for Carlisle and has 237 Premier League appearances to his name. Lowest Ian Hart. In the world, Ian Hart. Super Ian Hart. <laughs> Ian Hart. Points all around. Thought me drinking a can outside Super the lane Ian shopping Hart. centre and shook his head furiously at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one occasion I met Ian Hart. <laughs> Didn't know what to say to him. Like, you know, he's played in the World Cup, fair. he's played for Levante and I'm sitting here with a foster's like, all right, Ian Paul. 
<laughs> to be fair, he could have been shaking his head at himself for being there. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> what am I doing here? Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> what am I doing in the main shopping centre in Carlisle? <laughs> I should be in Reading. <laughs> Drum roll for Liam here. Ex-Carlisle and Sunderland midfielder who also has 16 appearances for Ireland. It's Graham Kavner, the silver fox. Yes. We'll get that, lads. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a player. What a football manager a, database. What that a midfield. Stalwart of a defensive midfield. Yeah. Graham Kavner was a good little player at Carlisle. Yeah. Oh, he was, he was superb at Carlisle. Yeah. The only reason he was at Carlisle is because he was 36. <laughs> he still wanted to play. He could still play. Number nine, currently on loan. I wish we never get Premier League appearances on. under the great Carla Ancelotti. Jared Branthwaite. Yeah, Branthwaite. Yeah, yeah, Jared Branthwaite. Right, lads, going yeah. into the final question. It's five apiece, all three years. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, much travel veteran who scored four in ten for the Blues, but none in 16 in the Premier League for two different clubs. I've already conceded defeat. I left it blank. You left it blank? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I left it blank. I was trying to rack my brain then to just take a stab in the dark. For the win, Liam. For the win. I um, I actually met Vincent Perricard. <laughs> it's Vincent Perricard. Oh, get it. Was. It was Vincent Perricard. No goals for Stoke and Portsmouth. Yeah. Of course. I forgot he played for yes. Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> So the tiebreak question just for fun was how many goals have Danny Graham and Charlie Wyke scored for Sunderland and Carlisle combined? Oof. Well, Danny Graham's yeah. got 40. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a I don't know, mate. 900 or something. 210. <laughs> 114. It's actually bang on 100. Oh. Get in. 100. Yeah. Danny Graham at 39. And then he's one solitary goal that hit his dick and went in for Sunderland. In two, <laughs> in two different two different spells. And then whatever Wyke's on currently at the minute, but he's gonna smash that and get another hundred for the lads, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> It's <laughs> to be fair, so, Danny Graham was mint at Brunton Park. <laughs> nice little quiz, boys. Um, he didn't belong there. And we'll finish off now with Liam Barton's favourite Carlisle 1 to 11. Um, so, what formation have you gone with, mate? All right. right so I've gone with a classic 4 4 2 because um, I need wingers because I've. As I've told you already, my favourite player is a winger, so I needed wingers. So I've gone for a four-four-two. Absolutely. Um, we've got the. Uh, should I just kick off? Should I? We've got the legendary Tony Cage in nets. The uh, the round figure of Tony Cage sitting between <laughs> the goals. There. Uh, he had two spells with the Blues. He had a a, a good first spell where he uh, he won the uh, ninety-seven. Also, windscreen final. He saved two penalties in the final. And then he decided to come back to Cumbria after spending a lot of time in Newcastle. And I think he was over in Vancouver 
playing some MLS bench warming. And uh, he made two appearances at the age of 38 when he came back. So it just showed to me that he had a love for the club, do you know what I mean? The fact that he came back. And I've got a soft spot for him. Because when I was 11, I went to Tony Cade, goalkeeper school. <laughs> <laughs> and he was lovely. He was lovely. He was like spot on. He was really nice. Um, <laughs> so at left back, uh, we've got Zigor Arenal. Does anyone remember Ziggy? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. We love our Spanish defender. Yeah, mate. What a player. He was just he was just a touch of class. He just added a little bit of uh, uh, calm and quality to the defence, I think. And I, he was just one of those players that um when I was really in love with Carlisle, he was he was just constantly in the team. Um and he just had that name, Zigor Aranalde. I mean what a beautiful name. <laughs> so the rest of the defence, uh, I've got Peter Murphy. Couple of caps for Ireland. Um, he was just a really nice character. Um, yeah, has anyone got any Peter Murphy stories? Nate's like got top, one, top but I don't think he wants to share it. Lane, I've, 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 I've got one. I've, I've got one. I'm not sharing my Peter Murphy story because I will get into trouble. I'll share because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 share, I'll share mine. It wasn't directly from me, it was. Uh, my, my, sis, my older sister was on the same holiday resort as him and it was after Carlisle had just got promoted in the playoffs from the conference and he was absolutely off his face, like steaming drunk, declaring in the bar he was like the legend of Carlisle because he scored the winning goal <laughs> in the playoff final. Like my sister wouldn't have had any clue who he was so like there was no like, need for her to make up something like this. And then uh, at the end of the night, he was like that drunk that he was just slumped in the corner, whitey and all over the bar. <laughs> Had to get escorted <laughs> out to his taxi to go. <laughs> uh, ours is, we've got drunk at a house party. And... That sounds like Peter Murphy. <laughs> we got drunk at a house party and the girl in question lived like down the road from Peter Murphy and... I think it was Carlisle just bottled promotion and Nath was a part-time Carlisle fan. Decided to stand at his house at 4am in the morning offering him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did, yes. I did, yes. Yes, I did. Luckily, we didn't get an answer. I didn't know who, who I had at the time. I was just diehard Sunderland. I didn't have a clue who he was and I was like, what are you doing? My thing is with Carlisle is I go through phases. Like I'll go through like a half a season phase where I love the Blues and then they'll just do like a playoff fall off or they'll be like relegation bottom. I go, I haven't got the heartache for this. But Peter Murphy really pissed me off the weekend that weekend and too many beers. He is a nice man though, in case he's listening. Absolutely. I, I've got nothing but nice stories about Peter Murphy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Second centre uh, moving on, Moving across the defence, sorry. Oh, he's, uh, he's yeah, a nice Kevin... dude. Yeah, he'll be sound. Uh, I've got Kevin Gray. Yes. The, uh, the yes. locomotive um, enthusiast, Kevin Gray. What a legend he was. Like, uh, the way he used to charge out the tunnel, the proper leader of a team. Kevin Gray is my captain of this team. Uh, at right back, uh, another player that didn't belong at Brunton Park, although um, he didn't play fantastically well. I've put him at right back, and um, I think he only played once at right back for Carlisle, but it's Pascal Chimbonda. Oh, wow. Get yes, in. Boys. 
Yeah. I can't believe Hats he's got another Brian Shelley, man. Hats to do. Hats to, mate, hat to do it. Hats to do it. Pascal to, it's, it's Pascal Tim Bonder, isn't it, at the end of yeah. the day? Like, you've got to put him in your 11, haven't you? If you've got, if you've got it, if you've got it, if you've got it, at one point on or another. Is it? Yeah. He was in one of the one season Wonder 11s for the Premier yeah. League. He was. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. He's got some great stories from when he went abroad for a couple of years, apparently. Um, you need to get him as a guest on the podcast. Don't mess around with me. That would be a better <laughs> Have you seen that video so, of BBC Radio Cumbria teaching him Cumbrian words, like matter and things like that? And obviously, he's saying it in a French accent and he just cannot get to grips with it. <laughs> I've got to watch that. <laughs> funny. I'll be on YouTube after this. That's uh, <laughs> mate. Um, sorry, so the midfield, sorry. Um, left, left midfield, you can expect it's Simon Hackney back again. The, uh, the, the midget machine that just, just goes like a flea, amazingly quick. Um, moving across into the midfield, we've got Chris Billy and Graham Kavner in the centre of the midfield. I think they'll be a fun pairing. Chris Billy was one of those players that wasn't necessarily uh, what you call a footballer. Um, he was more of a trier, you know. Yeah. Um, he was really good at trying. Um, and we enjoyed the fact that uh, he was visibly always trying um, to play football. And Graham Kavner was, a, was an amazing footballer at the end of the day, wasn't he? Um, just to put your class. On the right midfield, I've got Ryan Baldaccini. Yeah. Because his name is Ryan Baldaccini. I like it. <laughs> Maltese right midfielder. Is this one of those players? That's it, yeah. He went to Gretna, uh, got, went to the Scottish Cup final with Gretna, so he's a part of that legendary team that did all of that. Um, and then the strikers, I've got three names written down, and I thought when I got to this point, I'd be able to pick between the two. So I'm going to just go Francois Zoko and Michael Bridges. Nice. That's who I'm going to go with. I like it. That's who I'm going to go with. Michael I have Carl Wally written down if you were interested. Yeah, I really like what Carl Hall. Michael Bridges is the one. He used to turn up to yeah. yeah, Michael Bridges. Turn up to Brunton Park in his Bentley. He had a better car than the, than, than the owners. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, when, he was, when he came he, through he at Sunderland, when he was like, he, he was playing against Arsenal in the Premier League when he was 17, scored two goals against them. He was a uh, great, great little footballer. If it, if it wasn't for his injury that he got after his first season of Leeds, it'd have definitely have played for England. He should have played for England. He should have played for England that season where he this scored is, 20 odd goals in the Premier League yeah. at Leeds. This is Bridges, brilliant. Bridges, player. not Harley, just for the listeners. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Harley made an England C team when Carl were in the conference, man. I oh, did. <laughs> <laughs> is that just above indoor, is it? the Masters League before that or like, <laughs> uh, oh, sorry the Gaffer yeah buzz me out um, right I've gone for uh, Paul Simpson Paul nice. Simpson's my Gaffer back to back promotions uh, league, uh, league English League Trophy Cup whatever you call it final yeah Paul Simpson was a, a player manager when he first came in he had a ping of the left foot uh, he could score free kicks from 40 yards away. You know, he was he was he was a quality player, quality manager, and um, I hope he can get him back. To be honest, I think it's yeah. within reach. He's a Carlisle lad as well, so it goes down nicely. Yeah, 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 makes sense. 
<laughs> well, that's it, mate. And that's uh, my 11, lads, and my manager. Love it. That's it. Uh, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, it's been an absolute blast, Liam. I absolutely love it, man. Anything, anything with Carlisle, I'm there. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you very much, guys. I've really, really enjoyed it, mate. So thank you very much for inviting me on. I really enjoyed it, everyone. No worries, mate. Welcome back anytime, mate. Thank absolutely. you very much. Oh, thanks. Take care, Cheers. Liam. See you later, bud. Cheers, guys. I'll disappear then. Have a good evening. Uh, you too, Same mate. You, mate. Bye. Sarah. Bye. See you, bye. 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 So that was Liam from the Blue Army podcast, uh, talking everything Carlisle. As you can see, he's a very energetic, fun-going guy. Brilliant to have on, to be honest with you. Um, no, good, good laugh. That was a good laugh. Good crack. Good laugh. I haven't stopped smiling. I know. <laughs> Apologise for any sound difficulties. Um, Liam was a little bit behind us, but hopefully it doesn't. It hasn't affected it too much if you're listening back. Ah, be read. Good value. It's nice to get a local lad on. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Very a much local so. lad who actually supports the team. Yeah, yeah. I had to get on in. I had to give that. Not very many you find them in in the city of Carlisle. There's not no. very many. We've, we've had Man United and Liverpool fans as guests on the show. Both have been from Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. the Paul Vale fan that we had on the show was from Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, yeah, so like we say, any Carlisle news, anyone listening locally, get over to the Blue Army podcast now and support Liam. He's doing good stuff. Um, varied stuff in it. And he also does a lot of local support for it. Like yeah, say, so if, if you're a local band or anything like that, um, he gets, uh, he'll play music at the end of yeah. end of each episode if you just drop him a message and stuff oh I like that that's a Instagram. very nice touch yeah, yeah he's good uh, just plug our social medias again Instagram so that went on prawn underscore sandwich and Twitter prawn podcast capital P's um, and we hope you enjoyed listening to Liam from the Blue Army podcast yeah. so that's it from us lads eh? what should I play it we should have asked him what we play out to what should we play out to the, the infamous well, Blue Army song or nah, it's got to be that yeah, the one with Michael Knight in it. It's got to be that. It's got to be yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's Damn, got yeah. to be. It's got Love to be. It. <laughs> right. See you later. See you later. Bye. The buzz is back. We're all excited. I'll prove there's only one United. The world is watching this football team. Because I don't say what I don't mean. We're coming back again. Back How's the bacon, did you say? It's Tuta! Oh, what a fantastic hit! Roy Keane on Holland. Here's Sancho. I can't 